Brothers and sisters in Christ, a reading from Romans chapter 7, verses 14 through 25. Now let us attend to God's wisdom. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do but what I hate to do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is the sin living in me. For I know that the good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do it. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is the sin living in me that does it. So, I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging a war against the law of my mind, making me a prisoner to the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man am I! Who will rescue me from this body that is the subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. This ends this reading of this holy word. May it be good news to us. Brothers and sisters in Christ, please pray with me. O oh, good and gracious God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks of the good news, a news we can sometimes barely understand. O oh, good and gracious God, we humbly pray that my words today might reflect that living wisdom of the good news. O oh, good and gracious God, I pray for those who hear and see my words, that they may come to feel your presence with them. I humbly pray this, in Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Yesterday, 
we celebrated the 4th of July, a day when we remember the signing of the Declaration of Independence, a day when we reenact and rehear those words that gave a birth to a nation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. Created equal. It's interesting when you hear that concept, while those words are easy to rehearse and regurgitate, if we tell the story of the United States with any sense of reality from the day after those words were written to today, we would have to understand that while we had the best intention of living out those words in our politics and our governance, we in our society and in our culture and in our government have fallen so far from them. You know, as I think about this, I am reminded of one of the challenges of being a pastor. Often, as a pastor, you're called to help people understand and help people make sense of times when they are less than what they would want to be. You have to call people out to live into something better to ask for forgiveness, to seek reconciliation. Often these times of forgiveness begin with people struggling. And the way they phrase that struggle is always interesting. I call them but statements. Let me give you a few. I'm not racist, but every time I see a black man, I have to hold my pepper spray just a little bit tighter. I'm not sexist, but I can't control myself. I, when I see a beautiful woman, I just want to go out and touch her. I'm not homophobic, but I just don't want my son to see two men kissing. I'm not racist, but when you come to America, you need to speak English. Interesting how these phrases hold up in some ways that truth about all men created equal. But when you live them, when you listen to that part after the but, you see the sinfulness. 
if you were to write a story about how the American experience has happened, you could write a story of similar statements about accepts and as long as examples. All men are created equal as long as they own property. All men are created equal except for the native savages. All men are created equal except for the farmers. All men are created equal as long as they're not black. All men are created equal as long as they are Christian. All men are created equal. Well, they have to be men, right? The challenges we find ourselves today is to both see the United States as that new Jerusalem of all men created equal, but also the hog butchers of the world of those racist, sexist, homophobic lived experiences. The core of the lesson today is a question about identity and sin. Our sinful nature overrides the known good, so the I becomes the sin within me. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate to do. As it is, it is no longer myself who do it, but the sin living in me. The core of this lesson is the question, who is the true I? The one who does the sin or the one who wants to do better? We cannot become what we want to be because of the images that we consume of ourselves do not lead to criticism, but reassurance. You know, recently I watched the movie about James Baldwin called I Am Not Your Negro. There's a quote that stood out to me in this movie. To watch the TV screen for any length of time is to learn some really frightening things about the American sense of reality. We are cruelly trapped between what we would like to be and what we actually are. And we cannot possibly become what we would like to be until we are willing to ask ourselves just why the lives we lead on this continent are mainly so empty, so tame, and so ugly. The images are designed not to trouble, but to reassure. They also weaken our ability to deal with the world as it is 
and ourselves as we are. We cannot become what we want to be because the images of how of who we are do not allow us to ask the critical questions of our existence. The images we consume are here to reassure and do not help us to see ourselves as we really are. James Baldwin speaks to that dual nature which Paul speaks in this lesson today. This struggle reflects in much way the reality and the conflict of our current predicament. As we struggle to understand who we are, we must bring together both Baldwin's quote with the quote from Romans and let them have a conversation to see and to live into all men are created equal, we must critically look at our isms of the past, just as a sinner must look to one's sin critically also. At the core of the American experiment, we must rid ourselves of these isms, by getting rid of the buts, the accepts, and the long ases in our nation's grammar. I pray that would be so for us. Amen. 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 We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's fccsaintpaul.org. May God be with you in the coming week.